Being a Better Man, Episode 58. You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Prepare to have your thoughts provoked, your ego challenged, and your character tested. It's time for Being a Better Man. Here's your host and fellow man in the trenches, Alf Herigstad. Hey everybody, welcome back to Being a Better Man. I am your host, Alf Herigstad, coming to you from the top left corner of the United States in a beautiful place called Western Washington. I'm glad you're with me today. This is an episode I have been trying to prepare for for some time. A few weeks ago, I got a suggestion from a listener who calls himself Dr. J. He suggested that I do an episode about pornography, in particular, what has become the phenomena of pornography in our modern age and the ill effects it has on individuals, families, and communities, and what might be done about it. I agreed with Dr. J that it's a problem, but I personally didn't really know that much about it, so I had to do some research. Oh man, let me tell you, the more research I did, the more I realized the magnitude and scope of the issue. I'll tell you right now that it's not something I will resolve in this episode. More likely, this will be the first of several episodes about the topic because it has so many layers and because it is something that directly affects the ability of men to be better men, which is what this show is all about. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you some of the things I've learned. Please note that I am not reporting this from any moral position. Your personal morality is between you and whatever belief system you subscribe to. I'm reporting from a position of facts, statistics, and the evidence of cause and effect, and some of my own opinions as well. I'm providing this information to make you aware. Even if it doesn't affect you personally, it's likely that someone you know struggles with this issue. First, I'll state the obvious. As human males with testosterone-addled brains, we are extremely influenced by our biology, by nature itself, to have a strong attraction to things of a sexual nature. That's healthy. That's normal. That's the way it is supposed to be, and that's why our species still walks the earth. Pornography is not a new thing. They've found evidence as far back as 25,000 years. The Greeks and Romans left a ton of pornographic evidence. As soon as cameras were invented, pornography went to a new level and became slightly more accessible. But from my research, it didn't hit epidemic proportions until 2008. That ushered in the digital pornography explosion. When I grew up in the 70s, my choices were extremely limited. I fulfilled my fascination with sexual imagery from National Geographic magazines and Sears catalogs. In junior high, I got a Playboy magazine from a kid at school and kept it until my parents discovered it. And that was it. And it was enough. In my opinion, and you're totally welcome to disagree, but in my opinion, the issue today is not pornography itself, but rather the unnatural availability of it. Physically, we have the same brains as our very earliest ancestors, and I don't think our brains were designed to consume that much imagery with the touch of a button. 
It's just not natural. Any kid with a cell phone that has internet access can find a porn site and say he's 18 and then become exposed to things that his grandparents never even thought of. Most of these sites are free, so money's not an issue. And that's not natural. It's not healthy, especially for a young developing mind. I don't even like to think what I would have done with that technology when I was 13. I probably would have abused it, if I'm being honest, at a time when my brain was still developing, and that would have affected my sexual nature for the rest of my life. And that's what's happening right now to lots of young kids, not just in America, but all over the world. Eight years have gone by now since the digital pornography explosion of 2008. Enough time for evidence to be gathered so we can see some of the effects of this unnatural saturation and instant accessibility of pornography in the world. The statistics vary a lot based on the source and the agenda of that source, but these are some middle-of-the-road numbers I found. The average age of first exposure to porn is 11. 11. (laughs) That's about the same time a lot of kids get cell phones. 12% of all internet websites are pornographic. 25%, one quarter of all online search engine results, are pornographic. 35% of all internet downloads are pornographic. 70% of men aged 18 to 24 visit a porn site at least once a month. 70% is a lot. The largest consumer group of internet porn is men between 35 and 49. So they would have been between 27 and 41 at the time of the digital explosion. The most popular day of the week for watching porn is Sunday. The most popular day of the year for watching porn is, believe it or not, Thanksgiving. That's just weird. So those statistics are from America. But America doesn't even show up in the top 10 countries that watch porn online. I was really surprised by this. The top 10 countries are Pakistan in the lead, followed by Egypt, Vietnam, Iran, Morocco, India, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, the Philippines, and Poland. Also surprising, just like the top 10 countries as you can see, are known for being very conservative. The top 10 states in America that watch porn are also some of the most traditionally conservative. The top 10 American states for porn use are Mississippi, Hawaii, Arkansas, Alabama, Louisiana, Georgia, Maryland, Oklahoma, District of Columbia, and South Carolina. What this shows us is that... It's a global issue of massive proportions that crosses all ethnic, religious, and socioeconomic barriers. I'll post these statistics in the show notes along with some links to some really good articles where I got a lot of this information. So what are some other bad effects that are being reported as a result of all this pornography? Well, young men are becoming uninterested in actual sex with actual women, for one thing. They're flooding their brains with impossible images that can never be duplicated in real life. Normal women can't measure up, and 
like with other unnatural excesses, it escalates. The type of porn becomes more and more extreme the longer people watch. Before they know it, they're watching stuff that is illegal in most countries. They need more and more extreme stimulation to achieve the same effect, just like a drug. The overuse of pornography isolates people. It causes men to objectify strangers and view people as their various body parts instead of as people. It is said to be ruining intimate relationships and families because porn use distorts men's expectations of what sex with a real-world partner should be like. Likewise, it is ruining women's self-esteem and confidence because they can't measure up to the appearance and the sexual antics of the women on screen. It's also reported to have physical effects, causing erectile dysfunction and delayed ejaculation in young men who should be in their sexual prime, a result of spending 80 or 90 percent of his life masturbating to an endless, constantly changing stream of online porn is, over time, likely to find his real-life partners less and less stimulating to the point that nothing works. He's become desensitized. It's hard to imagine. Now it's starting to affect actual birth rates. This was an alarming fact I found. Two large-scale studies conducted in Japan, one in 2008 and one in 2010, found that in 2010, 36.1% of males aged 16 to 19 had no interest or an outright aversion to sex with another person. This figure was more than double that of the 2008 survey just two years before of 17.5%. Now remember, 2008 is when the digital pornography explosion happened. So in the first two years, the percentage of guys in Japan doubled that had no interest or an aversion to sex with another actual person. For males aged 20 to 24 the percentage increase was similar, up from 11.8% in 2008 to 21.5% in 2010. Not surprisingly, in 2015, Japan had the third lowest birth rate in the entire world. Only 7.93 births for every 1,000 people in their population. Holy cow. There's an obvious correlation there. And there's obviously a problem. One that's not going away anytime soon because there's too much money involved. So what can be done about it? What can you do about it? Like I said from the start, I'm no expert on this, but I do have a couple opinions. I can tell you, one, that if I had a young child right now, they would not carry a cell phone unless I had total, absolute control over what they could access on it. Same with household computers. If you are a parent... Do whatever you can to eliminate your child's access to porn, period. That still won't protect them at school or when they're out with their friends. In my opinion, the best protection there is going to be in that regard is your communication with them. Talk to your kids about this stuff and explain the pitfalls. Don't lecture them about it. Talk to them from a position of love. Kids respond to that. They're smart. They can understand these things. And it might help. It won't eliminate the risk entirely, but it could help. Aside from that, if you think you might have a problem with this, the best thing I can tell you is to get help. I'm not a doctor. 
In my way of thinking, I would just tell you, hey, knock it off. Do something else. Eliminate all porn from your life entirely and find other ways of occupying your time. I would say, come on, man. That girl on screen is somebody's daughter, for crying out loud. Be a better man than that. But I know it's not that simple. I'm posting some links on the show notes that might be helpful. And you can help yourself as well. I just put remedies for porn in a Google search, and I got a ton of resources. You can do the same thing. It seems like the first step is identifying whether or not you have a problem. My guess would be that if you even suspect you might have a problem with it, then you probably do. If you spend any measurable time watching porn, if your personal life is affected because of it, if you spend more and more time alone with your computer, if you've given up on actual relationships, if you find it increasingly difficult to relate to other people in a normal way, well, you might have a problem. The bottom line is, you have to generate your own help. Really, you're the man in question. If you think you might have an issue with this, and you also want to be a better man, then start doing research and figure out how to get the help you need. I'm going to wrap this up for today. I'll appreciate your feedback on this. If there's some element I missed or that you feel needs more focus, just write me an email and let me know. Go to the website at beingabettermanpodcast.com and write me. If you don't have any issue with this at all, it's still important to be aware of because it affects so many and probably somebody you know. It also helps to realize what to avoid so that it never becomes an issue. Okay, guys, head out into the world and have a great week and be a better man today than you were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad signing out.